Hello, Screamer, and welcome to Scream Stream, your weekly spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is review a horror movie from one of the various streaming services, spoiler-free. I'll also cover the new streaming releases of the week and maybe a news story or two, depending on how slow the news week is. Uh, Scream Stream is available wherever podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. If you want to hear the original run of ScreamStream, head over to patreon.com slash ScreamStream, and you can hear each of those episodes for free. I post a new one every week, and this is the original run of ScreamStream from 2014 to 2015. So this week on ScreamStream, I am reviewing Happy Death Day from 2017, and I'm going to try to be a little more candid. Normally, I'm kind of structured and, and very focused, and I think sometimes I've kind of end up rushing through things. So I'm going to try to be a little more candid on this episode and let me know what you think about it. Uh, if it works for you or if it doesn't work for you, uh, just head over to screenpod.com slash contact, fill in the form and just uh, let me know. You don't have to type out a book and <laughs> just say, hey, like, like the episode or hey, I didn't like the episode. Uh, so anyway, uh, this film, I wasn't sure if I was going to review this one or not. Uh, it it got a lot of mixed reviews, mainly because it was PG-13. I think that's terrible. Like, don't ever judge a film just by its rating, because we have a lot of great horror films that aren't rated R. For example, Poltergeist and Jaws and many, many more. Like, I did a whole episode on on non-horror, non-R-rated horror films. So I, I think this one got a lot of hate just for that, and... I don't know, the whole concept of, like, Groundhog Day for horror just kind of turned me off a little bit. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were looking through Vudu, trying to find a movie to watch, and we saw that this was actually on sale for, like, $5.99. You could rent it for $4.99 or buy the movie for $5.99, and it was in HD. So, that's what we did. We just bought the movie. Uh, I only saw like a couple of previews and that was it. I didn't see anything else. I think it was like a couple of TV spots. Uh, cause I, I didn't really want to watch the trailers cause a lot of times trailers ruin m- movies for you. So this was written by Scott Lobdell and directed by Christopher Landon, who also, uh, wrote and produced, I think, uh, Scott Scott zombie apocalypse, Disturbia, uh, and several other horror films. Uh, and this stars Jessica Roth. Israel Broussard and Ruby Modine. And for a brief plot synopsis, a college student must relive the day of her murder over and over again in a loop that will end only when she discovers her killer's identity. So like I said, I wasn't sure if I was going to watch this one uh, because it was so much like a Groundhog Day, but we're watching it. And for the character development, uh, I'll just say acting was great. Love the acting. Uh, character development. So Jessica Roth plays Tree, which is our our main character who gets to die over and over in more interesting, gruesome deaths each time. And at first, and I think a lot of a lot of other uh, reviewers have said this. At first, you hate her. She, you cannot stand this girl because she, she's just so mean and so rude to everybody around her. She has no regard for for anybody's feelings whatsoever. Uh, just a real jerk. And over the course of the film, by the by the end of the film, you really like her and she has grown as a character 
and I thought her development was excellent. Uh, and the way her character plays off of secondary characters, for example, Carter Davis, uh, who is sort of like her counterpart in the film, uh, she wakes up in his dorm room, and uh, she that's where she starts her birthday. Every time she gets to replay it, she starts off in Carter's bedroom or dorm room, and they. it's so weird how th- their relationship grows even though each day it has to be rebuilt. So it was, I don't know if it was interesting that it kept growing in such a way or if that was just a plot hole where hmm, they seem to get awfully close by the end of the day. Uh, so it, I don't know if it was poor writing or clever writing <laughs> that kind of made that happen. Uh, I think I'll take the positive road and say that was pretty clever writing for her to to kind of get that develop that relationship developed quickly during the course of a day. Uh, and then you kind of also through her experiences learn the backstories of other characters and there's some comedic moments in there and there's some that are just really sad. And I have to be honest, I thought this whole reliving the day over and over and over was going to get really boring. I thought we were going to just see more of Groundhog Day and it really wasn't. And that's the one thing I have to kind of like, I don't know if it's like not convince you, but kind of uh, reassure you that this is not just another Groundhog Day. It is its own thing. Yes, it uses the same mechanic, but it is a completely different thing. While there are some similarities, uh, this is a lot different. Uh, I actually enjoyed this a lot. I, I f- thought that her journey of trying to figure out who her killer actually was was really nice. I thought it was kind of a throwback to the old Italian giallo films, the whodunits, uh, back when slashers were all about who is the killer rather than we know who the killer is, but how is he going to kill people? I think I've talked about that before on the show too. Uh, and you don't see a lot of these whodunit slashers. And yes, I consider this a slasher because even though she is the only one who's getting killed, she is getting killed in multiple ways, more creative ways. And each time seems to get just a little more gruesome, a little more interesting. So yeah, I do kind of consider this a slasher, even though she's the only one getting slashed. Um, which I thought added a whole new uh, interesting dynamic onto this film. So the story in itself I thought was nice. Uh, There's some development with her father. We kind of figure out things, uh, relationships with her family, uh, why she is kind of a bitter person at the beginning, uh, what happens to her through the course of the film. I just thought it was a well-written film. I mean – It's kind of basic, yes, a little bit, uh, but there are some nice intricacies uh, layered throughout, and there's a lot of of different moral questions coming up or arising, or not moral questions, but moral issues being resolved uh, through many different characters. The one issue I did have, and this is something my wife pointed out, is that During the first couple of uh, loops, she would get up, 
she would spend a certain amount of time in the dorm room. When she left, things would happen in a sequence. Well, at one point, she woke up and left quicker than she had been than she had before, and th- and things still happened on the same timing or at the same time. Uh, so there was some issue there. That was more of like a continuity kind of issue. I don't know if it's continuity, but that I think uh, the filmmakers should have been a little more aware of that. That's like really the only flaw I had with or flaw that I could find uh, or like major flaw. The only thing that really bothered me that that was, that was really it. Uh, I actually thought this was a good film. I liked the fact that a lot of the kills were kind of off screen, not so gory, uh, but still maintained a cleverness to them. So I appreciated that. Uh, not everything had to be blood and guts and, and nudity and and violence towards, well, I can't say violence towards, sexual violence towards women. Uh, I guess there is violence towards because she's a girl and she keeps getting murdered over and over and over. <laughs> but, I mean, they didn't have to bring in uh, sexual assault, which I'm so glad they didn't because I hate seeing I hate seeing that in films because I, I feel like that's so overused. And I just, on top of that, I just hate to see it. Uh, So I'm glad they did this PG-13. I'm glad they restricted themselves uh, because I feel like when you do that, you have to get a little more creative with how you kill somebody and how much you show the audience and how much you leave up to the audience's imagination. I really appreciate that. So overall, I really enjoyed the film. I thought it was great. I liked the acting. I liked the story. I liked the character development. I liked uh, the character interactions. Uh, the cinematography was nice. Uh, the use of color was nice. It had a very nice modern feel to it. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, crazy technical shots, but some of the, the visual effects were great. Um, th- some of the ways that they ended the loop and brought her back in, those were nice and interesting. Uh, and yeah, I just, I thought this was a really good film. I was super surprised at how much I liked it. So uh, to give it a rating, uh, I think I'll give this one like a three and a half. Yeah, I think I'll give this one like a three and a half out of five. A uh, really good film. A couple technical issues here and there. Uh, nothing major. I don't think it was a perfect film because I couldn't like completely relate to it because a lot of it, you know, it's a lot of younger people and um I guess some of, some of what they do I can't really relate to or some of the decisions they make I can't really relate to, but uh, I, I don't know. Three and a half. That's still pretty good. Three and a half out of five. That's still a pretty good rating. Uh, do I recommend this film? Yes. Uh, should you buy it? Mm, if you can find it on sale. I wouldn't pay full price for it. Uh, if this was any more than five ninety nine, we would not have uh, paid for it. So, um, But yeah, that's. I mean, that's... I do recommend that you at least rent it from Amazon or Vudu or wherever. It is worth rental. Uh, I don't think you'll regret it. So there you go. There's my review of Happy Death Day. So a couple of the things we watched that were really interesting. We watched The Final Girls, and this was from 2015. This is the one that starred uh, Tessa Formiga. Tessa. Tessa. 
She's a girl from American Horror Story. Start her, uh, Malin Ackerman, Alexander Ludwig, Thomas Middleditch, and Adam Devine, uh, which I, I think he's great. I, I like a lot of the movies that he's in. Um, just a hilarious actor. Uh, this was actually really good, really funny. It has a 6.6 on IMDb. We, I think this one was on sale too on, on Voodoo. So we did buy this one as well. It was like $5.99. Yeah, it's $5.99. Um, so we bought this one. I had been wanting to see it for a long time. Never got around to watching it. Uh, great film. It was hilarious. A lot of funny moments, a lot of genuinely sad moments. Um, there were some tense moments in there, just like a, like a nice balance of, of tense, sad, happy, funny, um, just a, a nice, well-rounded horror comedy. And I do recommend that you rent this one as well. And then we also watched, no, we, we bought a film called Night of the Living Deb. Uh, we haven't watched it yet, uh, but we still have, I think, no, did we buy that one? Did we rent it? No, we did buy that one. We bought Night of the Living Dead, but we rented the final girls. That's right, because Night of the Living Dead was Deb was on sale. Uh, so we did buy that one. It looks really good. We watched the trailer, we're like, yeah, sure, why not? It's it's on sale. Um it looks funny. So we might watch that one pretty soon, and I might do a review on it, or at least kind of like a uh I don't know, like a here's my quick thoughts sort of thing. Uh, oh, we also watched the Santa Clarita diet season two. If you haven't watched that show, that's on Netflix. It's a Netflix ex- exclusive with, uh, Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore. If you haven't seen this show, it is great. Like everything about this, this show is great. The writing is clever. Um, the cinematography is great. The production is nice. Um, just a really good show all around. I recommend this one. Uh, the visual effects are really good. They did a great job on this show. Uh, and it's it's funny. It's a funny show. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, the Santa Clarita Diet Season 2 is up. We finished that in like a day or two days. Yeah, over the course of like a Friday and Saturday, we finished that or Saturday and Sunday. Um, so the, Season 2 is out. So I do re- recommend that. I think that's really it for stuff that we've been watching. Uh, there is a couple of other things that I want to see uh, that I do want to review, but I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. Um, so with that said, let's get into the new streaming releases. And on Netflix, we have, there's not a whole lot of Netflix, to be honest with you, um, which kind of bugs me. Uh, first up, we have a show called The Chalet which uh, I, it seems like sort of like a thriller, murder, mystery kind of show. Uh, it looks a little creepy. Uh, that's on Netflix. Friend Request is on Netflix. I do want to watch this. This is from this year, I think. Uh, I think I saw the trailer for this or at least a TV spot. Let me check that one out. That's on Netflix. Uh, Z Nation Season 4 is out. Beyond Skyline is on Netflix. Uh, so this is actually a sci-fi film. It's mo- it's mostly sci-fi. Uh, I watched the first one. It got a lot of mixed reviews, but I actually loved it. And I don't remember if I did a full review of that or not. Uh, but that was a really good show, uh, film. I love the heck out of it. So uh, Beyond Skyline is now on Netflix, and that's the sequel. Uh, I do plan on watching that as well. I don't know if I'm going to do a full review 
but if you want me to, let me know. And Day of the Dead Bloodline is on Netflix now. This is the remake of George Romero's original Dawn of the Dead. I have heard mostly bad reviews about it, but I have heard a few good ones. I will watch that and do a review of that as well. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what, I will review that next weekend. Um, so yeah, next weekend I'll, I'll review Dawn of the Dead Bloodline. Or is it Dawn of the Dead or Day, Day of the Dead? Is it Day of the Dead? Yeah, Day of the Dead Bloodline. Uh, I'll review that next week. So moving on to Amazon, there's a few good things that I've seen on here so far. Uh, and I'm just going to mention some of the more notable things that I've seen. Starting with uh, Croc. This is a film with Michael Madsen. This is from 2007. Horror Express. This is from 1973. I actually did a review of this one on the original Scream Stream. You can, you can listen to that episode now over at patreon.com slash Screamstream. And the title of that post is SS Archive 003 Horror Express. Uh, so go check out my review of that. We also have Angel Heart from 1987. That one's supposed to be really good. I never actually got around to watching that, but I, I probably should. Uh, Don't Look Down from 1998. I think I remember seeing something about that, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Scarecrow from 2013. I believe I did see this. As a matter of fact, maybe. No, I wasn't. No, this, this that's not the same one. Uh, the one I was thinking about was from like 2004, 2003. Uh, not the same one. Uh, oh, Night Scream from 1997. This is with, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Candace Cameron, Kurt Cameron's sister. Uh, and it also has Casper Van Dien. This is the one, this came out, I never actually got around to watching it. But I need to. And I think this is like a, a haunted house film. Maybe. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, it. It looked really good. I never got around to watching it, so I will watch that one as well. Uh, Frozen from Adam Green. Excellent film. If you have not seen that movie and you have Amazon Prime, watch it. Watch Frozen. Such a great film. Uh, Chopping Mall from 1986. Uh, another good classic film. And I think that's it for the new ones on Amazon. Uh, if you know of anything, please uh, let me know and I'll, I'll tweet that out. Uh, so let's go on to Hulu. Now, Hulu isn't really one that I've mentioned a whole lot, but uh, I decided to finally look on there because we do we do have Hulu. We use it for Golden Girls and some other stuff, so <laughs> and Food Network shows. But I decided to take a look at the horror section because uh, I have in the past and I didn't see a whole lot there that I liked. But there's some really good things on Hulu, uh, starting with Mom and Dad. This is the new film with um, uh, Nicolas Cage. And Selma Blair, I've actually heard a lot of really good reviews about this film. Uh, so I do want to watch this one. I might review this one week after next. Um, so, yeah, that one's on Hulu. Uh, Tragedy Girls, I've been hearing a lot about a lot of great things about this film. Slumber, that looked interesting, starring Maggie Q. Uh, all of the Wishmaster films are on there now. Uh, Par Paranormal Activity 1, the first one was great. I absolutely loved the first uh, Paranormal Activity uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, this is the one with Matthew McConaughey and uh, the chick from Bridget Jones' Diary. Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Red State, another great film. The Rage, Carrie 2. Friday the 13th, Part 1. Uh, the Original Carrie. The Ghoul, this looked interesting. 
Uh, it's been in my queue for a little while now. Uh, that looks really good. The Fog remake, uh, not all that great, but you know, if you want to watch it, it's it's there. Uh, Twenty eight weeks later, great film. Uh, the aftermath with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not sure what this one. I don't, I don't know why it's in a horror movie. I thought it was like a suspense film, or not a suspense, but a, sort of like a drama. I don't know why it's in horror. Honeymoon. This is another film that I reviewed for the original Scream Stream. Another excellent film, and I. Th- think that's it for the new ones in Hulu. Quite a few good ones there. I was actually uh, surprised by that. And then for Shudder, we have uh, Cabin Fever 2, Born to Kill, uh, Blood in Black Lace, which was a film by uh, Mario Bava, uh, The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. I actually own that movie on DVD. Really good movie. Uh, Z for Zachariah. Don't know what that is. And that is it. I thought there were some other ones on there, but don't remember. I thought they had some other new films on there, but I, I guess not. So that is it for your new releases to the streaming services. And I think that's actually going to do it for this week's episode of Scream Street. I didn't really see a whole lot in the news. Um, so uh, if you do hear of news, please let me know. You can reach me on Twitter at James Gas. Follow me over there. Let me know if you see anything interesting during the week or say, hey, here's, you know, you might want to talk about this on the show. Uh, Please let me know. Also, before I go, I want to wish a very happy birthday to my friend Eric Vasquez out in California. Uh, He's been listening to this show for a long time. Then he's also been watching uh, my beer show, Southern Beer Review, for a while. Uh, So happy birthday, Eric. I hope it was a good one. And with all that said... If you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can do so at screenpod.com where you can find links to all my social profiles. Again, like I said, on Twitter at James Gas, you can subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher. Uh, if you have a movie you'd like me to review, uh, head over to screenpod.com slash contact, uh, fill out a little form. Let me know uh, if you'd like to be, uh, if you let me know if you have a film that you would like me to review or would like to know my thoughts on. Uh, so yeah, send me some send me some films to review, and remember to subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, all those great places. And music for ScreamStream was created by Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com. Until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. <laughs>